Hey, hey, what's happening, Miles? How you doing, bud? Good. It is Friday. <laughs> You're so excited. Oh, dude, what time? What time is it? What's the what's the uh, standard conversion time right now? Are you five hours ahead of me or six hours? I forget. Yeah, five hours. So it's one past eleven. But it's, it's weird because it's change, people. Right? It's normally GMT because mm-hmm. GMT is like the main clock through Greenwich. But because we're in the summer, we're actually at, at an hour ahead of GMT. So GMT is actually like technically the line through London, but we are now an hour ahead of that. Okay. When do we do we switch to six hours different soon? Is that after summer? Uh, that it's it because is? we change up, we spring forward and spring back our clocks like <sighs> two weeks apart or something. Because you know why do it at the same time when you can you mess people about? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, speaking of the messing clock, about, clock people got to get their money somehow. <laughs> Look, kids, Big Ben, dude. Let's let's start the show. All right. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here on PSVR Without Parole. If you're watching it live right now, you can tell because there's probably a little red circle somewhere. It says live. Um, It's very possible you think you're watching this live and you're not. That's always the best part of my day when somebody's commenting along. And uh, I just makes me giggle man makes me giggle if you don't like watching things live and you don't like looking at our pretty faces we totally understand that too you can always go over to a any streaming service of your choice podcast service of your choice and download this thanks to jamie who uploads these fuckers pretty much the second that they're done also uh i I do want to apologize before we even get the show started uh sci-fi game cat henry had wednesday's timestamps done like immediately after the show but immediately after wednesday's show i stood up walked away and didn't come back until about three hours ago um so (laughs) so everyone was like where's the timestamps and i was like not his fault that was my fault i'm lazy my name is brian pop from this channel right here psvr without parole and this gentleman proper British gentleman over here to my right. It's Miles Two Wise Dyer. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was loads of versions I heard on uh, my show on Wednesday when you popped in, which was uh, Brian. I think it was like Brian and Miles Two Eyes between two. I don't know. It just got really convoluted. <laughs> or one eye Brian. <laughs> I don't know what that's. I don't know what they're playing at. I'm so confused, but two wise die. Yeah, I, I, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us, Miles. And we got Niles Ryan, the game feline, with a $5 tip in the chat that says, just a tip. I promise. That's what. Oh, wait, do I tell that joke? Um, uh, I mean, the, it, no. it, I could count the number of times uh, that I've heard that lie in my life. I don't. Uh, it's I don't a know if we, joke. We don't want to take it any further it, than that, right? Like that, that was, it's, what, <laughs> it, it's, it's the joke. What did the leper say to the prostitute? Keep the tip. That that was my pause for for laughter, like they do on sitcoms. After somebody tells a joke, we no one says anything for like an awkward five seconds. You ever seen? You ever seen uh, when somebody uh, like edits out all of the laughter from a sitcom? That's what we've just done now because it was absolutely hilarious. Absolutely but no, yeah, hilarious. the friend, the friend, when they do it with friends, it's really awkward. Right, Ross seems like a yeah. psychopath, right? That, that's usually the title of those videos. <laughs> anyway, Miles, sorry, guys, to uh, start things off with such a terrible joke, but I blame <laughs> Nihilus Ryan, the game feline. 
it, I promise you the one thing, Miles, it's not going to get any better. <laughs> yeah, it's all downhill from here. Yes. <laughs> that is our promise. <laughs> our guarantee. Guys, if, if you think humor like this is actually funny, then make sure you join our Discord. Click the link in the description below. That's where all the coolest cats hang out. We're very we're a very forgiving group, as you can tell, uh, because not a lot of good humor going on around here, and we all just like politely nod and giggle at each other. Uh, don't forget to also uh, subscribe to Miles Dyer over on his channel, his YouTube channel. The link for that is in the description below. And also follow him over on Miles Dyer Official uh, on Instagram. Anything interesting going on over there, man, other than my horrendous uh, guest guest appearance on your show this week? Dude, it was awesome. Um, I showed really up and I was like, on- what are we talking about? And then I don't, I, it's been 24 hours. I still don't know what we talked about. Yeah, well, it was it was a great show. Lots of game cats showed up. Um, it was a conversation about rebranding and like um, you know what I want to do for my live show going forward because sometimes just things feel stale. Maybe the show itself doesn't, but kind of the planning process. And it got to a point where every Wednesday morning I'd be thinking, okay, what's it going to be about, and um, you know, deciding what the thumbnail is going to be. And, you know, I know that you'll say that you sometimes have those moments as well, because is, is it a slow news day and stuff like that? But at least, you know, it's in the vicinity of, of VR, you know, PSVR, whereas for me, sometimes it's a quiz. Sometimes it's about mental health. Sometimes it's about, um, you know, less serious stuff. Um, uh, and so, yeah, we were just going sort of through ideas and like new formatting. And so you joined kindly because that's one of the formats I want. I want to get guests on the show. And we had a bit of a conversation about the history of PSVR without Pro and Gamecast Live and sort of how things, you know, evolve. And you made the great point, which is you often you make intentional decisions with different features you want on your show, but whether things stick or evolve, they're the things that are organically well-received and those are the things worth doing. So, um, yeah, it is just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. <laughs> that is that is going to be the strategy. But um, yeah, Laser Game Cats showed up. Really, uh, really appreciate the love, and uh, um, we actually beat a new record on our weekly fun word game that we do, which is like a co-op thing. So yeah, if uh, you want to tune in, it's two hours before Wesner's Day Games Cast Live on <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, really, really good fun. Uh, a few other housekeeping notes. Make sure uh, if you don't support us on Patreon and you want to keep the lights on, make sure you head on to patreon.com slash without bro games and uh, consider hooking us up with just a dollar or more every single month. Remember, every single dollar counts. Uh, $3 or more, get your name on that list down below. Uh, it scrolls by like 1,700 times per episode. Uh, and uh, we do this show three days a week, so you get to see your name go by quite a bit. Uh, that also gives you access to voice chat over on Discord and for $5 more a month. Uh, we do a couple... It will be a couple exclusive episodes on Patreon every single month. Uh, doing, I've been doing my weekly, I'm sorry, not my weekly, my monthly AMAs. And, uh, and starting very, very soon, we'll be bringing back Why We Love, which is sort of the, uh, the, the conversational podcast about uh, an older PlayStation VR game. I talk about all the updates that it's had and sort of says, we'll figure out whether it's still worth your time uh, after all these years. Uh, but, Miles, I think you got to tell people about our, our newest social media page because i know nothing about it yeah so i appreciate that not everyone uses this linkedin i have to admit it's something i've become more recently active in with my new job um but we've created a psvr without parole linkedin page so if you 
have a profile on that website. Search PSVR without parole. It's also on the announcement section of the Discord. And just give us a follow. We aren't necessarily going to be posting a lot on there. But what it does mean is, um, you know, when devs and game companies post um, stuff that relates to this show, they can at least tag us on it now. And that sort of gets circulated that way. Um, So, yeah, it's just another platform uh, that we're on. And the other thing I'm going to mention is we want you to hit that like button. (laughs) (laughs) I always have this, like, shadow in my head of, like, I'm going to be that guy. Hit that like button. Smash that like button. Just hit it do do what be nice to it kindly press it um yeah and i think that we should have a target for today's show which is 120 likes because we always hit 100 likes okay but let's see we're at 25 likes currently if by the end of the show we can get to 120 um we, we're, we're just gonna be very grateful <laughs> there's, there's no, is that is that a forfeit does it help if i click the like button is that is that acceptable? it does it does okay. it does and i'm, I'm gonna press it now as well so, <laughs> no it's not cheating it all helps it all helps all right um but i would say that you know um if uh moderators throughout the the uh the show do just the occasional reminder because people come and go um we appreciate it because it also helps with the algorithm because when people hit the like button it sends out this live show to more people that are subscribed because as we know not everyone who subscribes gets it appearing in their feed um so yeah and lots of love in the chat Love the love. Thank you. A lot of great people here today. Thank you everybody for showing up. Hopefully you're all having you all. Hopefully you all had a great week uh, and uh, and and get to, are putting your feet up right now, enjoying this show with a glass of wine, maybe some pizza. Uh, if you're me, then a gallon of coffee because um, that's what I require on a daily basis. They do it by the gallon. Yeah, yeah. I brew it by the gallon. I have, I have, <laughs> I have a very large coffee maker. I don't. Why don't? Why? Why? I don't. You know. Maybe this is a topic for a different day. But it, I think it's. I, I think they don't make a coffee maker for me. Um, it, so many people are like, "Oh, you got to get the Keurig K cups and everything like that." And I was like, "That makes like less than a cup of coffee." Um, here I am thinking like, "How do I fill up milk jugs and just start stockpiling it uh, in my refrigerator?" Because I like cold coffee, but like, uh, but I don't like watering it down with ice because then it's not concentrated enough. Mm. Um, so I really just, I, I don't know, man. I just need a coffee maker in my refrigerator, I think. Well, speaking of like portion sizes, when I come to drinking tea, I have all these regular size mugs. And then I have this massive Simpsons one that I, I think I got from my birthday like 20 years ago. And it still works. And it's like, yeah, when I have those mornings that I need a real boost and I don't have to keep going down and making more, big Simpsons <laughs> mug with like a picture of donut, uh, Homer dunking a donut on the front. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Marcosaur is in the chat. He goes, French press, man. Dude, I used to work at a bistro. Uh, and, uh, and man, I will tell you one thing about French presses. Everybody loves them, but cleaning them is a fucking bitch, man. It's like you get grinds just stuck to the glass. Like, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, unless you're cool with just pouring that shit down the drain, which maybe, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if that stuff gets stuck or, you know what? I think maybe we have some stuff to talk about that's non caffeine related miles. Um, potentially like, <laughs> PSVR maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and we're going to talk about a lot of PSVR stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about that new Stride update that's coming along. We're going to talk about PSVR two on PC, and of course, London Studios' new games as a service IP that just sort of got leaked today. Uh, not completely leaked, partially leaked. A little bit of a not a leak, but a topic of conversation <laughs> uh, during a time where there's not a lot of topic of conversation. But first, we're going to talk about uh, that 
extended play sale that ends on May 25th. Uh, there was going to be, a, I was going to do a video devoted to this. Uh, I was kind of like plugging away at it all week. And then I looked at the, I looked at the date today and I was like, by the time I get this thing done, it's only going to be relevant for like four days. Uh, and so I was like, let's just talk about it on Gamescast. Let's, uh, let's just make sure that everybody has a few good recommendations in case they're, you know, uh, in, in case they're looking for some, maybe some hidden gems they missed out on. Uh, Miles, looking at this list, there's a lot of different games on it. I think there's like 35 or so different games that are currently on sale until May 25th. Are there any that jump out at you as something that maybe could have gotten past the average bear? I have to say, every time a sale comes out, it just reminds me how much I've supported the VR space <laughs> in terms of how many I own, um, which is a good thing. Like, I look down the list and I'm just like, oh, yeah, I've already bought that already. Um, but yeah, looking down this list, I mean, there were some things that I haven't played yet. Um, we spoke just before we went on uh, on air about the Pinball FX2 VR. There's like two DLCs. You've got The Walking Dead and the Universal Classics Pinball, but they are just the DLCs. They're not the full game. So you made the, the great point that if you think it's going to be a game you want to play with those DLCs, get the DLCs. I assume you can buy DLCs without the original game. I don't know. PlayStation lets you do that, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, you can, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. buy them. Obviously, just no way to access them. But it, yeah. it, it'll pop up once you've uh, once you purchase the full game. I'm always looking for a, a real cheap deal, and Horror Adventure VR is $1.49. Has it got a platinum trophy, though? I don't believe so. I'll have to check that okay. out because... Okay, forget forget that recommendation. Not worth it. I'm, Not I'm, worth it at now all. Now i got to look it up. <laughs> because <laughs> because um, if it has one i might have to go back and, and get it let's see no that's right it has <laughs> it has four trophies <laughs> four trophies four trophies um past the first section experience the main ghost i've played this game three times now i don't know what the main ghost is seeker <laughs> which is collected the camera which by the way does nothing you can't take pictures with it uh and then mm-hmm. expert expert it's called expert but all you have to do is complete the game, which is the game is 45 minutes long. So you can 100% this game uh, oh my very easily. However, only 9.4% of the people who have played it have the trophy because everyone else noped out about five minutes into it. Oh, that's fair. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, the other the other game on this list is Bloody Zombies. I hear this mentioned again and again. That's an End Dreams game, isn't it? Um, which is the um, sort of Streets of Rage. And I, all, all I've heard again and again is... When you see it like advertised, you're like, yeah, it's still like a, a flat screen game just in VR. But the the depth you get from playing it in VR is an experience that it's kind of hard to put your finger on. So actually, that might be one I pick up myself. Yeah, it's uh, it's published by Endreams, developed by I want to say Pawprint Studio, something like that. Uh, not not somebody I was familiar with. Uh, but yeah, it's it's you can play it in non VR, and it's very 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 like just looks like one of those you know kind of throwaway 2d flash animation type games uh and then you put the headset on and you're like oh wow this does really look kind of cool in vr uh so yeah and you can play i think four player multiplayer uh online Uh, awesome no no voice chat supported though so make sure you like Mm. team up with some friends uh so you can talk to them while you play the last one i just i'd say is space junkies 499 i mean that, that that game is just brilliant um and it's been mentioned on the show before um in other conversations that it's a shame more people don't play it um, because it really is a, a great experience. Agreed. Uh, agreed. And, and, and hopefully maybe we can uh, 
maybe we can give this game a second chance either in our community or, uh, you know, as the Ubisoft Plus Classics or whatever the hell that deal is, uh, kind of brings this game to more people. Hopefully it's a second chance and we can give it a little bit more love. Uh, the only one I'm going to go to bat for, really, I mean, this is, there's so many games in this, uh, but I think you've covered some really good ones, uh, is Ghost Giant, which is like less than yes. $9 on sale. Uh, I want to say... Does this does this tell us how much it was initially? Yeah, so it was twenty five bucks, and it's on sale for eight dollars and seventy four cents. Uh, it's just one of those games that you really don't forget about once you've played. Um, kind of, yes, yeah. It's it's like like Moss. You are like kind of looking down at this diorama type world, um, and and also like Moss, you are a physical being. Your presence, you're the ghost giant, and you can interact with these worlds in the way that the little characters on screen can't. And I think there's actually cooler interactions in Ghost Giant than there is in Moss. Moss just has kind of like opening doors and pulling things. This is like you're ripping like like roofs off of houses and stuff and peering in to see what's inside. Um, and so I think that that's actually implemented very well. The story is told just beautifully. It looks like um, it looks like uh, Animal Crossing. But but it, but if all the characters in Animal Crossing were like suffering real life issues, uh, and and, are, and we're dealing with real life issues, uh, and it actually becomes a pretty serious uh, game, uh, even though it's super cute, and it's it's just one of those stories you don't forget after you've played. It's really good stuff. Great pick, Brian. Yeah, agreed. Definitely. If you've not if you've not experienced it, definitely give it a go. And I I was someone that went into it. Assuming, like many people, it looks like a, a, a Moss game, and that's that's the unfortunate thing when you have a platform that's still new. That as soon as one game does something and another game does something similar, it's like you, you, you make that comparison. But it's like no, it's just a it's a type of game in the VR space, and it has Moss has great story, but this is on a much deeper level. Uh, and as you say, the interactions in it, I, I agree. I think. Uh, uh, but I, I think obviously Moss is more the action based of of controlling um, Quill, whereas in um, uh, as as far as I remember in yeah. Ghost Giant, it's more about your interactions with the environment, for sure. As, sure. as the character yeah it's funny you bring that up because yeah you definitely look at this game and go oh it's a moss clone uh but i can't wait to fast forward 10 years or so and and have this sort of be its own genre in vr like back in the day uh after doom came out any first person shooter that came out on like playstation or pc or whatever like electronic gaming monthly or computer gaming world all those rags would just call it a doom clone like, oh, here's another Doom clone, here's another Doom clone. And then eventually it just became first person shooter. Like it became and it became one of the most popular genres of all time. But like back then they'd kind of like shit on them and call them uh, just another Doom clone. Yeah. <laughs> so it's and it, 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 it happens yeah. across all mediums. I, I think of um got quite a few female friends that are singers in bands and it's getting less and less now. But it used to be, oh, you sound like Paramore. Like any rock band with a female vocalist, it was, oh, you're just a Paramore wannabe band. Wow. It's like, you know, and it was just because Paramore was one of the first to really, you know, go out front. And then so whenever you have these sort of like people that pave the way, yeah, they get compared to as, and for some reason there's this toxic culture of instead of saying, yeah, we've got more female fronted bands, which is great or we've got more first-person shooters, it's always seen as a kind of negative connotation. Um, but hopefully we're getting better uh, um, about that in, in mainstream pop culture. Interesting to see that we're sort of around for the birth of a new genre, right? And uh, and, and it, we've all sort of been like, oh, yeah, it's really cool. But, like the, but you know, but, but then we play a game like... Uh, uh, 
among, uh, was along together, uh, which again is is very similar. You know, you're a presence, you're a big this big being in first person, but you also play a game in third person as you know with those con- characters. And people have to compare it to Moss. You know, be just because of the way it's presented, and it's like it just it screams Doom clone, Doom clone, Doom clone. And it's like no, no, no. These games do have like you know their own merits and their their own right to exist. And uh, it's just cool that we're here for this 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 the birth of like this new genre. And it's almost like we didn't it didn't we didn't notice like it, it happened and we were just like oh yeah crazy <laughs> but in, in 10 years from now we could have hundreds of these games who knows yep yeah all right man en- enough talking about the sale uh, don't forget it ends in uh in just five days uh, so if there's anything you want on it make sure you check it out uh it's the extended play sale ends on the 25th uh the re- and, and by the way, the reason I'm not doing a s- sale videos are the worst, by the way. They just, like, they're just like they so draining, and they're the most boring things to edit up on the face of the planet. So I promised myself that because there's, there's a days of play sale happening on the 25th, so the second this sale ends and new sale begins, I'm definitely going to do a, a video for that. And I have a, I have a bad feeling. <sighs> there's going to be like 100 games in that sale. I just know it. I just know it. So I'm, I'm trying to like, you know, prep myself. <laughs> so Wait until there's the pre-PSVR 2 sale yeah it's just like everything <laughs> we usually get Something one of those like, like once a year and like right, right around october so right. it's like this like birthday sale anniversary sale and and it's tortures it's great for the gamers because there's so many games that you like never even heard of for like two bucks and you're like oh but that's a good one right and then, but but for me i'm like this is gonna take a while yeah Something we forgot to mention right from the top of the show, I forgot to mention in the housekeeping section, mm. is, um, you know, not everyone gets to watch this show live. So if you are watching it on replay, do leave your thoughts in the comment section. And in the context of the sale, if, you know, you go away and you get a new game this weekend and you've never played it before, let us know your thoughts in the comments because Brian and I do check back in the comments and we're going to make a concerted effort that over the weekend we will do our best to respond to as many comments um uh, from the Friday show as possible. So yeah, if you try out a game, let us know what you think. Um, tell us your own recommendations. Yeah, and uh, this is this should go without saying. So I can't believe I'm even sitting up here right now and saying it. But like, be nice to everybody in the comments. Like, there's going to be people who don't have the same opinion of us as we do. You know, it's like you're a hardcore PSVR gamer and you don't like Quest, you don't like PC or or whatever it yeah. is. Whatever, we're always going to have a difference of opinions. And and, and we I feel fortunate when those people come by because it's like it means that we're sort of expanding our you know our our viewership a little bit to people who are like either curious about psvr they're here because they're waiting for psvr too people who don't have a psvr headset anymore but just like the show still i get those comments all the time which i'm shocked about they're like oh i don't have a headset but i like hanging out with you guys um so just keep in mind that everybody's got different opinions uh i did get a message on twitter from somebody uh the other day saying that like they got they felt like they were attacked in the comments and uh and i never want anybody to come here we're a very open and accepting and a loving community uh that's sort of like more important than psvr for me like that everybody feels like they're loved and accepted here um so please just remember that's sort of like what being a game cat's all about that's all yeah i i i would say the first rule when you engage in comments is assume that the people you're responding to come with good intentions you know don't make it personal and also this might sound silly use emojis um yeah because we don't have we don't have tone of voice in uh in the way we type messages and they often can come across a lot uh colder so just having a smiley face i use them a lot in text and stuff like that it makes a huge difference so um yeah let's just keep this uh this great warm fuzzy spirit alive (laughs) (laughs) uh but let's move on to our very next topic and that's that uh, the beloved game 
it actually hit the sales chart this past month. Stride from Joyway uh, is getting a getting a decently sized update now. Let's get the bad part out of the way first. They haven't announced the plans for it to come to PSVR, uh, but but the good thing is that when they talked about it on Twitter today, they did say, uh, hey, what was the, the exact words they said? The update is currently only available on Steam and MetaQuest. Um, I did. I emailed them. I already saw people reach out to them on Twitter uh, and saying, when is it coming to PSVR? Uh, the, I can guarantee you it is coming to PSVR because... We also know the campaign is still coming to PSVR, so it's not like they're not going to do this update, but they're going to do the other update. So please don't worry about it. We just don't know when it's coming out. It's on the other platforms already. Um, but uh, Miles, did you play Stride? I, I haven't had a chance yet, so right. um, I, I, I do really want to because I was a big fan of Mirror's Edge, and you know to have uh, this VR style game. See, already we were talking about comparisons of like you know. Uh, everything that's a, a runner game now is a Mirror's Edge ripoff. I'm not saying that, but like <laughs> I, I am a fan. Of, <laughs> I am a fan of these. Well, uh... when, when when the art style, <laughs> when the art, when when it's the when you're doing the exact same thing and the art style is identical, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm okay to say maybe. Yeah. Maybe you took some severe influence from but That's what I love about VR is if the original creators of these games aren't going to do a VR yeah. version, let the indie developers fly with it. Brilliant. Um, all, more power to them. But yeah, no, this is definitely one I want to give a go. Um, well, so... I I was a little concerned because I'm not really like a time trial guy. I'm not like the the guy who's going to love these arcade modes where you're just trying to beat time trials or, or you know finish in a certain amount of time or beat you know some other times on the leaderboard. I don't when I play Beat Saber, I just try to beat my own time beat and, and try to finish the song. You know, so for a game like this, I was like, oh, I'm probably not going to like this without the campaign, and I was dead wrong. Like I love this game so much. I had so so much fun with this, and so the more they add to it, the more I'm just going to love it. Um, and so what they're, ow, oh, sh- don't, don't mind me. What were you saying, Brian? <laughs> saying everybody should have a cat because they don't do anything fucked up ever. What was that? Like tornado just attacked me. Um, while tornado was- not like, uh, stride. She hit stride. Yeah. Yeah. She was, mm. uh, she just tried to climb up the chair and, uh, accidentally grabbed me on her way up. Apparently. I was not I've just watched that. you on I've just watched you on the live stream <laughs> amazing can someone cl- make that a gift make that a gift please god damn <laughs> come here come here come here I'm gonna make you snuggle with me now um, she's not having it I think she does not yeah don't reward her for that <laughs> yeah, she doesn't know she <laughs> she'll do it more oh, she's a good girl all right um so what this update will add I'm like kind of freaking out right now what are you doing um so, uh, so it has the urban environment from uh, from the third game mode uh, into the time trials. Uh, it allows you to do ghost runs, uh, so you can race against yourself, your former times. You can actually see yourself, uh, not yourself. It's a kind of a glowing ball, but I'll, I'll fucking take it. Um, so, do, being able to do the ghost runs looks cool. Uh, and uh, and and they and they said on Twitter that this is not the big update that they had, they had been teasing last month. Um, so when the price went up from fifteen dollars to twenty dollars. They were saying, well, you know, there's a reason, and that reason is coming. This is not the reason. So uh, it seems like that campaign we may be uh, we may be hearing about, hopefully sooner rather than later. I'm excited. We're gonna have to get you what, playing what, some Stride. Yeah, for sure. What other games do you think um, best give? Sorry, what 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 other PSVR games do you feel are good f- for people that like Stride? You know, want to experience that? Because I'm straight away I think of To the Top. 
I love that traversal. Um, I've had so much fun with that, and the times I've managed to have multiplayer games, I've, I've really loved. Um, also, Rec Room. Um, we didn't talk about what we've been playing this week. I've actually jumped back into Rec Room, and I've been really enjoying it. The Among Us, uh, they have an Alien Isolation mod, um, which scared the hell out of me. <laughs> just not what I expected in Rec Room. But the Rec Room, like wall climbing, I, I just love all those maps. Like you climb these ridiculously. There was like one mountain that took me and a friend, I think, half an hour to get at the top. And then at the very end, you've actually got to swing to grab this other part of the mountain that is like there's a massive gap. And I fell to the bottom after half an hour. My mate made it. There was a real sense of uh, of uh, challenge and sadness in my case. Um, but also they have the the great sort of Ninja Warrior style maps on, on Rec Room as well. So, yeah, I think To the Top and Rec Room are, are two recommendations. Are there yeah. any that I'm missing? Uh, to the top is a great one. Uh, I, I mean, one of the great feelings that you get in stride is, uh, is, you know, the, the sense of height and, uh, you don't want to fall because, you know, if you're like me and you're scared of heights, you know, that's one of the many reasons you don't want to fall. You also don't want to lose, uh, you know, or like if you have a good, good run going, you don't want to screw it up. Uh, but I think Windlands is another good one where, you know, you're doing the constant yes. grappling. Um, but, th- but there's just nothing quite like stride because you are grabbing onto every ledge. You're doing the wall runs. It feels like, it feels like the best parts of everything. Um, mm. and just in kind of put together so well. Um, I really, really hope we see this on PSVR too, because you know, the, the frame rate is definitely jittery when you, when you climb up a ledge. Um, and what was the other thing? Oh, it's, it's the resolution could certainly be improved to things that aren't, things you're going to notice while you're playing but but would still improve the overall immersion if they were fixed um so yeah hopefully we'll see this one on psvr2 or maybe even get a pro update or something we'll see uh let's get a couple tips done we got twitcher the single player game cat with the two quid says this one's for roadie I totally missed a conversation here in the chat. I don't know. If that was all was. about the emojis. You know, I said use emojis. Then everyone in the chat started using emojis. And I, I will challenge again now, everyone watching, what is your favorite emoji? Bring it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I like anyone that looks like a facepalm. <laughs> because I feel, I feel like I'm constantly facepalming with Have people. you seen the new emojis they've released? I don't know if it's just iOS, but there's like a melting smiley, like just melting into the floor that I oh, love. No. Yeah. I have to look that up. Uh, we got super yeah. cool video, bro, with the $10 tip says not to derail. Dude, we fucking love derailing. Uh, just stopping in. Feel free to save for later. Oh, it's too late now, man. We're in, we're in for a penny. We're in for a pound. If Metal Gear Solid VR is real, would you like a toggle like in Halo Remastered to swap from the original in new graphics? Also, Cyberpunk or, or Red Dead Redemption 2 for it? He gave us 10 bucks, man. So we, we, we do need to derail the show to talk about this. I'm, I'm, I'm curious, though. Metal Gear Solid VR, if it's real, would you like to be able to... Because I, I do love doing this. I'm, I'm a huge fan of whenever... T- anytime somebody remasters something, like when Secret of Monkey Island got remastered or Full Throttle, like or even like I think Wonder Boy um, or Monster World or whatever with those games, you're able to hit the select button and switch between like seamlessly between the old version of the game and the, and the current version of the game. And I stop every five seconds and do it constantly. Um, so to be able to do that in VR, if you were like playing Metal Gear Solid, like a complete remake of Metal Gear Solid in VR, and you could just like tap a button on your sense controller and suddenly you're in a PS1 game. <laughs> Dude, Dude, I would be doing that constantly. Do you know something I never did with the uh, Doom uh, VFR was, um, I believe you can, like in the main Doom game, you can unlock the classic maps. Yeah. 
Um, but I don't think I actually did that in the VR version. But yeah, playing classic Doom in VR, man, I'm just like surprised they've not done that. I, I, to be honest, I think if Doom Eternal had a VR component, which they didn't want to focus on, mm-hmm. um, I think they would have done it because in Doom Eternal, you can actually unlock on a computer, spoilers, uh, the original Doom game uh, or Doom 2, which is crazy when you think about it. Like once upon a time, that was a game, like a best-selling game in the world yeah. that you know everyone had to install on their computers. It's like, oh yeah, in the future, there's going to be a game that is going to be hundreds times the size and it's going to have this game in it as kind of a little bit of bonus content. Um, yeah, But I think that's what the metaverse is going to become, you know, uh, when we talk about, you know, the shared realities and having maybe a few, you can have a, a, an arcade machine in your, in your home space and then or, you can have classic. You, what they're really going to do is they're going to microtransaction the fuck out of the metaverse and you can walk down to an arcade with your friends and every yeah. time you play it, it charges you 25 cents. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, Cyberpunk or Red Dead Redemption Two for a VR port, PSVR two port. So I started playing Cyberpunk when it was um, you had the six hour trial so a few months ago, and then I got Horizon, so I switched that. And now I'm going to Elden Ring. Uh, Cyberpunk, I have to admit, um, it's cool, but the what the the world doesn't feel. I don't feel immersed in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Dead was the other option. You said, it, I mean, it'd be Red Dead. I want to do horse riding in VR. Skyrim. Yeah, I need to. I, that's one of the first games I got for VR. And I said, this is such a big game. I'm going to come back to it. And I never did. So, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. But uh, there'll, be a, there'll be a PSVR 2 version. Or maybe not. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe. Depending on like uh, what this whole Bethesda acquisition is all about. To be honest, um, I think because Skyrim is a, a, a legacy game, I think they would do that. Um, but then again, it's that weird thing of... But why would they do something that's only going to be for PlayStation? Or, I mean, you know, but yeah. they did it with Mi- Minecraft. They I did don't know. It for Minecraft, yeah. So anything's possible. Uh, I'm going to go with mm. Cyberpunk because that's just more my kind of world. Um, I like that whole Fair dystopian enough. future deal. Um, uh, in all fairness, if you give me the option for Fallout, I would have chosen that over either one. Um, right. Fallout three and four, I think, are just phenomenal. But but Cyberpunk is even like you know like a like. It, it's a living breathing world right the bombs haven't fallen it's just fucking it's just fucking chaos um and so cyber for me lost santos is like the dream to go around that world because the thing about lost santos is for a game that is you know 10 years old even when it first came out the detail in those maps of like every alleyway and like the posters on the wall or you know stuff on the brickwork it's so deep um, and I think that's something we appreciate in more recent years around open world games is open world isn't just about size. It's about, you know, how, what is going on within it, which is something that's blown my mind a lot about Elden Ring at the moment, that just every inch of that map, you're just like, wow, what's around here? And like, you know, it's just a constant sense of exploration. It's not like there's something here, then there's loads and loads of space, and then there's something. I mean, Red Dead Redemption 2, although there's a lot of just space, the journey of going from one place to another and going through the fields and trees, it feels like a real journey, and like it's it's amazing for that reason too. So we, the answer is we want it all in VR. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we do. That is, that is it. Give it to us. Give it all. We want it all. <laughs> Aceville 5 Frame Cat. 
rare with a two dollar tip says this one's for twitcher and roadie and he sent the cat emoji again i'm <laughs> really <laughs> i'll have to go back and read the chat uh after the fact uh we got don can 94 with the two cheeto fries that's what i'm gonna go i don't know what chf is but we're gonna go with cheeto fries grubs new rumor says psvr2 event around the e3 hype yeah i mean god i mean i it's it's sad when the only thing you can get excited about is rumors because because sony's not saying really jack shit right now about anything and so we we kind of have to just go okay well another rumor yay you know i I will say though that this is like a bit of a weird comfort because obviously we'd rather just know stuff sony hasn't just been mysterious about psvr2 they have all these first party studios that have been working on stuff um the rumored the last of us remake of the first one Mm -hmm. more rumors have come out this week that it's probably going to come out before the end of the year it's like the worst kept secret and yet there's been no announcement of it I do. We, we spoke about this last last Friday, uh, and I'm doubling down on my prediction. I don't think we're going to get uh, a state of uh, sorry, a state of play or anything in June or July um, around PSVR two. I think it's happening in September. I just do. You don't even think it'll be included in an event next month or the one after? Really? No. Okay. I, they I, might I, tease I, sir, small components, but I, I, I think you, the, I will bet you one large pizza <laughs> that it's going to be next month that or we, in in the next. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll even say I'll, I'll even say by the end of June. I won't even go into July um, because I, I I have a hunch it could be very very soon. Um, so uh, I would say by the end of June, I will bet you one large pizza, my friend, uh, and and you will say nothing till September. How about that? All right, hmm? I'll shake on it. <laughs> that is not awkward. <laughs> also, I use my left hand. I don't think that I don't. Ah, yeah. It's because I'm not a betting person either. I'll, I'll happily do a, a gentleman's bet. Like, okay. yeah, let's let's bet on it. That like, works. Yeah, gentleman's bet. And, and we'll just and we'll just eat pizza. We'll just eat pizza regardless. We'll just we'll just yeah. We'll both eat pizza on a Friday show whenever yeah. one of us wins the bet. It doesn't. We will decide. Yeah, when, no. We'll whenever the event is, and if we're all gonna, I've just watched the replay of us shaking hands. <laughs> That's going to be clipped and turned into a GIF. God, I'm so um, glad I used my left hand then. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, when uh, when the showcase is done, if we do a live stream then, everyone, we just say, everyone, bring pizza. and We'll make it a pizza party as well. It'll be great. There we go. Oh, GameCat pizza party. Yes. All right. It's going to be great, guys. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. We'll, 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 we'll do a big event too. Like, we'll, we'll, It won't be like just a hour games cast now. Man, we'll make a big event when PSVR 2 happens. We'll all hang out for oh, yeah. A long time and it'll be fun. Scott Jessica, PS and Harry Fellow, PSVR Game Cap for Life. Rare says Brian knows something. But what? That's an excellent question, Scott Jessica. That we're getting right, pizza. Man. Brian knows that we're getting pizza big time. Dude, we are so behind schedule per usual. Um so let's move on to our next news story, which is um oh here it is. London Studio. Uh, there's a job listing out there uh, over on PlayStationLondonStudio.com uh, that sort of gave up the ghost about their newest IP that they've been working on for the last couple of years. Uh, I'm actually going to bring up the Reset Era article, if you're okay with that. <laughs> because this, this is sort of a... Uh, Reset Era is sort of like... Uh, whoever posted this on Reset Era sort of uh, summarizes it way better. So let's do that. There it is. All right. So let me bring this up here. 
Um, don't mind me. I'm just going to read it out loud. Hopefully I can see it because this is really tiny on my screen. Uh, it says, Sony London has been open about developing an online game for some time now, but this newly found open job opening sheds yeah. more light on it being a fantasy-based new IP. Uh, and then it says, uh, it kind of links to that job listing for a narrative design lead, a permanent position at London Studio. Uh, luckily, who is this? Uh, Modis. Thank you, Modis. Oh, so much for clipping all this out and posting this and making my life easy. Uh, the, the job listing includes a passion for both making and playing magic-based games where great gameplay is supported with fascinating fantasy world-building. Uh, and then uh, Modis says other points in the same job opening highlights a campaign, side quest, games-as-service approach with years of ongoing story set up by the lore. Overall, it sounds to me like it's intended to be a co-op game in the vein of Destiny or The Division in a fantasy setting. And then there's like four more bullet points here. Um, creation of initial campaign to introduce the world and characters, then ongoing campaign to develop the narrative and introduce new content. Objectives and story beats for side quest and missions. Development of an intriguing backstory and world lore, which sets up years of ongoing story. They're, they're really doubling and tripling and quadrupling down on this years of content. Uh, and then finally, an excellent understanding of non-linear narrative systems and how to deliver story in an ongoing or games-as-a-service game. <sighs> Miles, this brings up so many questions. Now, let's, let's be fair here. None of this says VR. No, it doesn't. Right. What's the likelihood that the team behind <laughs> uh, the getaway, I'm sorry, the, which well, obviously wasn't a VR game, but I just fucking love PS2 games. Uh, but the London heist and blood and truth, what's the likelihood that this studio isn't making this VR compatible? Like what do you think it's gonna be a hybrid game? Do you think it's gonna be a flat screen only game? PSVR two only game? What do you, where do you think they're at with this? It's been really interesting listening to your conversations with, um, with AJ and with Wes this week um, around, you know, once again, the talk about hybrid games. Like, if Sony really does lean into this with, you know, we just want all our games to be playable in, in both, you know, then, yeah, there's no doubt. But it, this also makes me think about all the brilliant indie game developers for PSVR. You know, Zenith, um, that was made with such a small team. You know, I hate to say it for the, for them, but it's like AAA must be like we have budget, we could do this and upgrade it with the story. You know, to see the success of that, you know, they must be aware of the opportunity. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'd love that. I'd love there to be a VR of this. Um, so we will have to wait and see. It's just the the hybrid strategy. It's seeing to what extent Sony lean into it, and I hope they go full throttle because. <sighs> Yeah, it's a great opportunity, especially with the power, not just of what this new headset's going to offer, but of the PS5 console that it that it's made for. Yeah, uh, I do want to... Uh, somebody in the chat just pointed out that the uh, the second batch of Swordsman VR physical editions went live on uh, Unlimited Run. Nice. Uh, so if you missed out this morning at 10 a.m., when there's only 1,500 copies of them. If you missed out this morning, uh, then the second batch is available now. I just checked. Did it they went, sell out then, the first batch? I think they... I think they just stop selling them at a certain time. So you, right. and then and then whatever's left goes on sale at 6 p.m. Gotcha. It's, it's maybe a little bit telling that it's 40 they've, it, the second batch has been on sale for 44 minutes. I just checked and there's they're still available. 
Um, PSVR games not selling amazingly well over on limited run games. However, things that it the things that become valuable are always the things that nobody wanted at launch, <laughs> right? Uh, and then eventually people, you know, find interest in later. And so with only 1500 copies out there, if you're even remotely interested, go get it. Limitedrungames.com. AJ just linked it in the chat. Nice Thank one, AJ. You, AJ. I appreciate that. Um, I bought mine this morning and sadly, <laughs> sadly, I was like, well, since I'm here, I guess I'll buy Sam and Max VR as well. And I was, and I was so like, I was like, actually like kind of sad about it. Like I was like, oh, they got another $35 out of me just cause I didn't want to pay two shipping charges. I was like, I, <laughs> I just, I didn't want to buy it. I don't like that. I don't like Sam and Max VR and I just bought it to have it as part of the collection. And cause I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I mean like my whole life is PSVR. How can I not have, I don't know. I guess I could have done without it. Oh, I'm so angry at myself. Anyway, now that you guys know a Let little bit go. about my obsessive compulsive disorder, <laughs> Um, let's get back to this. Uh, did, I, I got so many thoughts about this, man. And, and one of the first things is, do you think, does Sony need their own fantasy IP? Like, because do you, do you, obviously there's a lot of fantasy games out there, but like, but with all these studios being bought up, um, it's, I feel like nothing is certain anymore. Where, where I think Sony's sort of looking toward this future where like they have to produce first party games because because third party studios are getting bought up by Microsoft or whoever else and, and and eventually they they sort of have to prepare for this inevitable future where they don't have their own Skyrim right where they don't have uh, you know something along those lines where they don't have a uh uh crap I was thinking Mass Effect which is like sci-fi um Dragon Age that's what I was trying to think of BioWare like we're we're we're, we're one day BioWare gets like purchased uh by by Microsoft or something along those lines, and they suddenly don't have access to those games anymore. People buying a PlayStation don't have those games, so they need something on their platform. Like, but be, but because we're not, that day hasn't come yet. Like, d- is this just going to be one more fantasy game in in a slew of fantasy games? Like, do we need this? Well, for me, it's Sony have been very clear that they are trying to nail the multiplayer area of their game offerings from first parties um because they look at the success of Fortnite, you know destiny um sony have always been known for their single player narrative storytelling experiences you've got naughty dog that was going to be doing their factions uh multiplayer game for the last of us part two which then got put on hold and now it's coming out as its own game which by the way i cannot wait for and if factions was a vr game that's going to be mind-blowing because Last of Us Factions was just such a cool, cool concept. Um, So you've got that. Sony have also acquired Bungie. And one of the great um, uh, reasons for doing that is um, Bungie have spent a decade of trial and error with Destiny. You know, I've had a very, very much had a a love-hate relationship with Destiny. A lot I love about it. A lot that frustrated me. But you know what? Bungie have really stuck at it. And they've taken a real data-driven approach to constantly innovate. And they've, you know, gone out there ahead of what many others would have given up with much sooner in the development cycle. And so for Sony to bring them on board now, they are able to say to their first parties, look, let's make something new. And so when it comes to the question about fantasy mm-hmm. games, fan- when you think of like VR you know, VR is about role playing and, you know, getting into character. And once again, when you look at stuff like Zenith, it's that is a really great opportunity. 
Um, and, you know, you look at World of Warcraft and things like that. And so, yeah, I do think, and you know, Destiny in many ways is kind of a fantasy game. Um, it's sci-fi, but it's you've got class-based systems, RPG. Um, so I just think it's all of these elements coming together. Um, because when the PS5 came out, they had Destruction All-Stars, mm-hmm. uh, which was a first-party game, which I was looking forward to. It was, unfortunately, a huge disappointment. And then when they did it sort of free-to-play, and then they did, like, the in-game currency, it was just pretty abysmal you paid for currency which you then spent to unlock campaigns and then when you completed the campaigns you didn't get any currency back so you had to spend more money to unlock future campaigns um and the last thing i would say is epic games who sony have also been funding a lot of money into epic games have mastered the battle pass you know they've done it with Fortnite, they've done it with mobile games um correct me if i'm wrong i think epic games well they bought rocket league uh, and then you saw, like, and Rocket League had, had been a, a game out for many, many years with their own kind of um, trans, um, uh, what's it called? Um, not transactions, but like, you know, you, you can purchase cosmetics and that. But they've now got a really great battle pass. And I think Epic Games, they bought Fall Guys. And again, really good battle pass. They've all got their own takes on it. But like, Epic Games really knows the platform well and they've totally nailed it. Mm-hmm. And so I just think this combination. Sony is looking at, you know, what have Bungie learned with, you know, uh, games as a service, um, looking at what, um, and they've probably had conversations with Square Enix, who worked on Marvel uh, Avengers, uh, or, you know, which had questionable, <laughs> a questionable um, launch and uh, constant support. And then you look at what their relationship is with Epic Games and, and the Unreal technology and things like that. So, yeah, this makes me incredibly, incredibly excited. Yeah, this makes me excited too, um, because I do look at the stable of PlayStation first-party games, first-party studios, and, and seeing kind of what their expertise is, um, and say, you know, this is, you know, you look at like Days Gone and The Last of Us and Uncharted and even Horizon, and they all sort of have like this similar like third-person uh, action game motif going on, uh, whereas. You know, these, these guys have proven that they can do first-person stuff very well. Uh, they're obviously very proficient with P- uh, PlayStation VR. And so if they're doing a hybrid game, then this is amazing. It could be a first-person uh, first fantasy game uh, that would really differentiate itself from everything else that Sony has going on right now. And as you said, with the acquisition of Bungie, it's you know it's fairly well known that first party Sony studios work together really well. Like I mean, they even share engines to you know to that That's extent, it. right? And so so I, you know when you look at Sony wanting to expand their roster of games to include what they, what did they say they have like they want like ten games of service games in the next few years something along those lines. Here we go, right? And uh, and you can say what you want about games of service, but uh, but. You look at the Destiny user base, and if they can have multiple games that are as successful as Destiny, where where people keep coming back to it over and over with every new content update, um, you know the, everybody I know that plays Destiny, it's like a religion. They 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 are they've got their clan, they've got their group, they've got these people they play with, and they spend hours in it every single time they drop in, uh, and that and that to me, if you can have something made by a London studio that's exclusive to your platform, like then PlayStation becomes a, a, a much more desirable place to be right now. You can play destiny anywhere, but where are you going to be able to play this London studio game only on PlayStation five? Um, 
Yeah, we're in we're in this attention economy. It's how do you keep people in your games the longest? And multiplayer has always been seen as the way you do that because multiplayer games have um, an unknown quantity to the gaming experience. When you have a single player game, you have AI. They work in a certain way. You learn the mechanics, and that's it. In yeah. multiplayer, if it's competitive, you're playing against other players that are improving with the game as you. So there's a constantly a sense of you know you can tell the difference between fighting AI and, and fighting humans. So that is one way of keeping you within a world. To add on top of it, you have an experience where you can then get cosmetics. And we've spoken about this before, like, you know, Beat Saber needs more cosmetics for your character. Like, people like cosmetics. I spent so much money over the years on Fortnite, not so much anymore, on just getting custom stuff for my character. Cause, and it's like, well, why if it doesn't change how the game plays? But it's cool creating your digital identity um, because there's some clout with it, especially if you've bought something that's maybe expensive or you've unlocked something that required a certain skill. Um, but when you're in VR and you're wearing those cosmetics yourself, that's got an even greater sense of association and identity. And so, you know, games as a service is just the best option Sony has of keeping people within their ecosystem. Yeah, agreed. And I, and I, I do want to say... Uh, we could probably talk about this particular topic, whether it be games as a service or or even like this new IP specifically. I feel like this, we could have talked about this for an hour alone, but I think from from a weirdly personal standpoint, uh, I, I see a studio like this, you know, who has, as I already mentioned, goes all the way back to the PS2 era, making a very specific type of game with the getaway. And then the getaway was a Black Monday, Black fucking forgot what the getaway sequel was called doesn't matter they made two getaway games they made the london heist they made blood and truth and they've all got just like you know people always associate it with like this guy Ritchie movie type thing right lock stock and two smoking barrels like it's it, right. they, they're always making this same kind of game and and to me it's almost like they finally were like can we can we please do something else please like let us like like get let us come out from behind this like typecast role and and, and make make something that we're passionate about because we've been doing the same thing for fucking 20 years, Sony. Can we please do something else? And Sony's a laid back company, right? Like shockingly when it comes to studios, they go, yeah, do whatever you want. Like, let's see how it goes. Like that's the, that's the word we've gotten about Sony studios all the time. The studios get to make what they're passionate about. And then, and Sony really kind of leaves them alone, which is really cool. And so I'm like, these guys finally get to make something different. (laughs) And I'm sure if you look at London studios, portfolio and you see all the games that they've really made over the years there's a lot more diversity than what i just listed but still you know like those are the games that i associate with them and so maybe they'd like to be associated for something slightly different yeah fun yeah really fun and of course typical without parole uh here here we are when the show's supposed to be ending we're just getting to the main topic Uh, (laughs) so uh this is what we always say though is like you really can have a really meaty discussion around small stories because they they're you know they they're, they're sort of a an entry point into a wider discussion of of state of play with 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 the platform so yeah right but here we are here we are <laughs> so uh so yeah so obviously the topic of the conversation or topic of the show today is uh is 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 psvr2 in 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 basically psvr2 on pcs like what what are the pros what are the cons and uh and as you know as as you guys know you can use PlayStation VR1 on PCs 
already, right? Like that's been a thing for a long time now. We, I, I think it's called Trinus. I, I always said Trinius, but I, I was always adding an extra I in there. So I think it's Trinus. Um, but we're talking something more official. Like, is are there any benefits to Sony making PlayStation VR 2 out of the box compatible with PC? And I, and I think that lends itself to a much different conversation than what are the modders going to do with it <laughs> once they get their hands on it, right? That's a dramatically different conversation. So that's not the conversation we're having today. We're saying, should Sony make it out of the box compatible with PC? Miles, what are your, what are your thoughts on this just out of the box? I mean, this has been one of my main predictions for PSVR 2 is I think, you know, not with certainty, but I think there's a, a greater than 50% chance I'm sort of more in the more likely than less likely camp uh, that PSVR 2 is going to be compatible with on PC. Um, and that is just because um, they've already set up their PlayStation PC company. They've obviously been having ports of their first party games over onto PC and the success of this headset is all based on availability. And that comes down to um, the bottlenecks. And the bottleneck at the moment is how many people have PlayStation 5s um, and how many more can they get. Um, a part of me f- felt there could be um, issues like if you've got haptic feedback, is that something that you would be able to still you know, replicate on uh, PC? But then I've been told that you know you can use the DualSense controller on uh, <clears throat> on um, uh, on the PC uh, and the haptics work. Although I'm trying to think, actually, have all PC PlayStation games on PC they've been from PlayStation Four, or have any PlayStation Five games gone to PC yet? I don't, I don't believe so. I don't believe so because it tends to be uh, it tends to be much older games. They're usually yes. like, oh, we put out this game five years ago, and you can have it now, PC game. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, you're right. Because what's so. it's Death Stranding, the original God of War reboot, um, uh, Horizon, the original Horizon, and, and all of those games, I, I believe, are five ish years old or so. Man, how long ago did Death Stranding come out? That doesn't seem like five years ago. Maybe that was more recent. It was literally just before the pandemic because that was the sort of the sad oh, so irony. Seventeen of it. years Every- ago, then, yeah, because <laughs> everyone was like, "Death Stranding." It's about connecting people that are living in isolation yeah. from each other, and everyone's getting stuff delivered. That doesn't sound realistic. <laughs> Cue COVID pandemic, <laughs> right? No, good point. Good point. Um, so, so yeah. So, I mean, it's, the bot. You're see, so you're looking at the bottleneck of being PlayStation 5s, right? And and saying that you can only sell as many as the as the audience on PlayStation 5. And and I and I get that because yeah, the, the number one, you know, in the in the plus column that I had listed, the number one thing I come up with was you get to sell more of your headsets, right? But for every every plus there's a minus. Right? And so and, and so I think the thing that directly negates that is that the best part about selling hardware for any for any hardware manufacturer is that you don't really make money on the hardware but you make a lot of money off the games you sell for that hardware right playstation 5s are being sold i mean i don't know if it's at a loss or if they're breaking even or what the deal is but if they're making a profit it's a very 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 small profit on each one and they're making 30 percent profit on every single game that's sold on the playstation store so currently you look over on the pc and it's it's mostly what the Epic Game Store and Steam, 
those are the two main places you get games right now. So if, if, if there are... But my my thought is if they release the headset for PC, you would have to get the PlayStation launch launcher. So it's going to be their own game launcher. So By the way, a, as we have store. this conversation, yeah. I think I'm going to talk myself out of uh, <laughs> thinking it's coming to PC because, you know, this is what happens when you have conversations. You think about it more yeah. and, um, you know, I just get this... I get the sense it would be a good strategy for them, but I also know Sony does come across as very conservative and they don't seem to make many bold... Do you know what I mean? Like when you look at the new PlayStation Plus offerings, they always seem to be doing it... Anything they do seems like it's done reluctantly. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've never seen them You want backwards compatibility? Oh, here you go. Right. That's that's not what we wanted, Sony. That we were asking for backwards compatibility. We weren't asking to pay one hundred and twenty dollars a year to play some BSP games. It's, it's yeah, it's frustrating. Although yeah, they have said that, that if that you own it already, like their mentality. Yeah, yeah, they have said though. I think if you own the games already, you will. So get them, but... so I can go to my wall of PSP games and shove it. Oh, into sorry, my PS5. no, yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I know I mean, what you're saying. Digital. Yeah, yeah, you're right though. They've got right. to be digital. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. you know, so okay. Well, if I so I bought if I bought it on PS3, huzzah. Um, yeah. So, so again, it's good. it's not even done in a way that like I mean I don't know. I, I we we don't need to go any deeper on this conversation because I think everyone out there knows my stance on backwards compatibility and and, and all of that. Um, I I want it, but I just never get it the way that I want it, <laughs> and so. Um, but how do you feel with the battleground, Brian, of like, we look at, uh, you know, um, quests, we look at all the PC VR, like, if Sony does want to compete with, with them, yeah. where is the battleground? Because is it just saying, well, you've got to get a PlayStation 5 and this, and we've got all these first party games, which are really great that you can only play on PlayStation 5, or do they go on their turf? I know yeah. Quest is technically its own thing. But it's kind of like you PC gamers who love live streaming and stuff like that. If you get the headset, you're now able to to play these games as well. Yeah, but, I don't I don't know where the battleground is. I, I feel like instead of being a, a war, it's it's a bunch of tiny little skirmishes that are happening all over the fucking world, right? right. It's it's yeah. not just one centralized location where any of this is happening. I think I think you nailed it when you said that if if they if they bring their PSVR headset or PSVR2 headset to PC and make it compatible out of the box there needs to be a PlayStation store on PC so Sony doesn't yes. lose any profits they can sell games like Shadow Legend and they can sell Resident Evil Village on there and so for every game that somebody's playing on the PSVR2 headset they're still making money that's the only way this will work because otherwise Sony's like, well, why the fuck would we do this? We're just making it super... We're not making any money off of these sales, and we're making it super easy for people to use our stuff and then give us no money in, re- in return whatsoever. So they would have to have that PlayStation store on PC uh, to, to make this viable, which, which I think is a great idea, right? However, the big problem really lies that they'd have to change their entire business model. So you wouldn't be able to have a place a store on the PlayStation. I'm sorry, you wouldn't be able to have a PlayStation store on PC and then say, but we're still not going to bring you PSVR 2 games day and date. You're going to have to wait five years like you did with Horizon and God of War. Otherwise, yes. you'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like what, right? And so so then that makes kind of, then that doesn't that kind of make the PlayStation 5 console itself less valuable just inherently? 
Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. Although I wonder if the culture is changing now, which is Xbox are much more upfront about it. Microsoft, which is we just want to get our games to where you play your games. If you want to buy a console, that's great. And yeah. if you want to play on PC, you can as well. Now, I know that Sony is taking a different approach, which is we want to sell consoles. But I kind of feel that if you're not a PC gamer, you're going to buy a console. But if you're a PC gamer and you're not buying a console, that's that there's a reason that Sony is is allowed is testing the waters with their games, even if it's a couple of years after they've come out. But I agree with you. If they do the headset thing, and especially in a in an age of hybrid games, they can they can't then just hold back certain things because it's like I just bought this headset, and now you're telling me these games aren't available on this headset without the PS5. Right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, be kind of bullshit. And, I, and I, I'm just, I was sorry, for, sorry for laughing, but when you brought up Xbox and, and, and their strategy is to sell you games on whatever platform you want, I think sadly the reason they had to take that strategy is because they weren't winning the other strategy that they had, which was to sell you consoles ever since mm-hmm. they've only, they've only won zero of the last four uh, console wars. <laughs> zero of them for sure but then right. are we moving are we moving you know the, the console wars will eventually be an obsolete war it is going to be just about mind share yeah, and but when you know, when like, well, no, i agree we, i agree we, we keep saying like oh this is, has to be the last console generation we've been saying that for i agree two generations three generations ps3 we were like this, this, this has to be the last generation and then ps4 Ooh. was like one of the most successful console generations they ever had i, so, I totally agree so and we're ways no, off, I, 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 I agree with no, I agree with that completely. But for me, it's the chicken or egg thing, which is it sometimes takes companies to do bold things first to help spur that transition. And, yeah. you know, Xbox haven't or Microsoft haven't disclosed, you know, how much money they're hemorrhaging with Games Pass. <laughs> like, you know, right. they're, not, they're not making I'm guessing they're not making a profit from that. Uh, still, they, but they say a, it, they're, they're profitable, but I, I think there's so many different ways you can read into that statement. Uh, and I don't we don't have all of the details. I, I would I would have a hard yeah. time saying that it's profitable in any kind of sustain, sustainable way. Agre- yeah. Um, so, you know, but they are playing the battle for mindshare. And I think that, you know, that they, they are looking at sort of the metaverse and, and how that's going to work as well. So, yeah, I mean, I'm so 50-50. Like, I'm, I'm probably say I'm right on the line with 50-50 for, for this of whether PSVR 2 yeah. uh Get, becomes available on PC, but put it this way: as a huge PlayStation fan and a huge PSVR fan, if PSVR two was available on PC, is that going to make me think twice about getting the PlayStation six, for example, or you know, to play it? No, I I have a Mac computer that I use because I do video editing on here. I'd love to have a PC, but I haven't got one. I like having in my living room so I can sit on my couch and sit back and and game and. Those are my two things. And I think there's a lot of people as well. Because another component of the whole PC thing is people. a lot of people don't get PCs for gaming because they work desk jobs anyway. So, like, sitting at a desk working. And then, you know, you might say, well, then you're gaming on a console. But, yeah, I'm sitting on a couch. It's slightly different. So there's all these different reasons why people would be a PC gamer and a console gamer. So I don't think... I don't think they would destroy demand for PS5 by allowing it to be on PC. The the thing that you're right on is regarding what it means for first party games on release. That that is where especially if it's hybrid games, that's where it becomes tricky. Yeah, I think 
the, there's, there's so many ways to look at this. And I think, I think it does, I think it does start to destroy a demand for PS five a little bit. It starts to make the thing feel a little bit less special. And I think when you look at what Sony has been doing over the last year or so, um, especially when it comes to PSVR two, they know full well that like they don't have a company without the success of PlayStation five. And so that's the most important thing to them. And if they can somehow leverage the PlayStation VR two, as a vehicle to get more PlayStation 5s, even if it's like a small number, even if it's like, oh, we, we sold an extra couple million PlayStation 5s because there's these hardcore VR gamers out there who know that the only place to play Call of the Mountain is on PlayStation 5 with PSVR 2 rather than, you know, being able to just, oh, I've already got my PC and now I can just plug this in and I'm good to go, right? They're, they're selling another PlayStation 5. They're getting more people into the ecosystem. And I think that that, I think that is probably the number one thing that Sony looks at when they make these kind of decisions. Uh, so okay. I, I think that's, I think for me, that's sort of where like, like we, you and I could debate this all day, but I think when Sony looks at it, that's where they, that's the one thing that they're looking at saying, how do we bring more people into our ecosystem and make them buy a PlayStation five? Cause that's where our focus is for the next six, seven years. Yeah, I'm I'm sold on that now. So yes, if you want to play PSVR two games made by Sony, you got to have a PS five and PSVR two. How about this though? Yeah. What if, in the most basic sense, Sony goes, "This is PSVR two. Here are all the great games coming to that with PS five. However, PSVR two is also compatible with your PC to play all your PC VR games. Would they ever?" be able to do that like if you want to use it with your pc you can as well so it's kind of like this is high resolution it's you know it's the hardware it works on that the games you're gonna have to come to ps5 and psvr2 but and it's kind of like a a throwaway thing one of these things that they don't make a big deal of but it is something that pc gamers who want to upgrade their headset go oh i always do like it when i go around my friend's house and play on their pc uh, psvr i wouldn't mind getting the new headset for my pc that could be a way they cut through yeah and, and when it comes to that, I think you're on something because, uh, because I think that really brings up two really big points, right? Is that if they allowed that to happen, first and foremost, they'd be cutting into their biggest competition at the moment, right? Most people who are playing, or a lot of people who are playing PC VR games are actually just hooking up their quest, right? So if somebody says, oh, I can get this for, for just a little bit more. I can get like this really state of the art cutting edge thing with like, you know, haptics and haptics in the headset, uh, uh, adaptive triggers, you know, 4k screens, like whatever the whole thing. Um, I could j- for just a little bit more, I could get this thing that plugs into my PC VR or my PC for VR. And so you're cutting into the quest sales because people know that it's like this, this pretty decent step up, uh, in terms of quality. So they're cutting into their competitor sales. But the second thing is also that, if you say, yeah, it's compatible, but you know, you do have to come to PlayStation five, that Trojan horses, the PSVR two headset, that Trojan horse is a Sony product into somebody's living room that maybe was never planning on buying a PlayStation five, but they love this headset so much that they go, man, they, did you see the trailer for call of the mountain? Did you see that village is only going to come out on PSVR two? Did you see that? But you know, like they start seeing these, uh, all these games and then the, the, then the hybrid model strikes and a lot of those hybrid games are only available on PlayStation five. And it suddenly goes, well, for 400 bucks i can get in i already have the headset like so they've, they've basically trojan horsed uh, a playstation 5 into somebody's living room um who was never planning on buying one uh so that is i think a very very valid valid point miles 
Xenomorph in the chat said in all capitals, they will be losing money on the hardware. Even if we're going to go with that argument, what I would say is the PlayStation 5, when it came out, how big it looks. Like, you know, there was all these stories. I remember uh, my friend Luke uh, had bought it and set it up next to his TV. And he says when his wife came in the room, she just gasped. Uh, like, what the hell is that massive, like, monolith <laughs> on the thing? But you heard about all these stories about this big white tower of, like, you know, because I remember when I set it up, I was like, geez, that's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. But, and and people think, why would Sony have done something that is so, like, you know, everyone's saying it's so futuristic, it's not sleek, it doesn't fit in, you know, tucked away. It was because Sony wanted to make a statement Sony wanted it that when you go around someone's house and it's there, it's actually a feature in the room. Yeah. And obviously VR headsets may be less so, but if they can get it in, you know, in, in homes where people don't own a PS5, it is a, it is a part of the marketing because it's about being a part of mainstream culture. And so, um, you know, it's, it, people aren't going to spend this sort of money on a headset and then have it tucked away. Um, True. they're going to have people using it. Right. Because then what they might have a friend come over who tries it. And they go, I've got a PS5. I'm going to get one of these now. Like, yeah. it, these are sort of the conversations that they probably have, you know, they, they, they use customer feedback. They do surveys. They'll know sort of to what extent these conversations happen. So, um, and when you consider this isn't just like a new product, Sony has data on hundreds of millions of purchases yeah. of their hardware. So they... The, the margins of, you know, percentages of user experience and customer experience with their buying habits, that has real significant weight on, on making decisions like this. Because yeah. they're like, what is the cost going to be, that, you know, to us to allow people to use it for their PCs? Oh, it's this. But what is the, but what if that's going to be a marketing cost? Okay, now we can factor that in. But who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I think is the conclusion to this conversation. Who knows, indeed? I, and I and I agree with you. I, I do think Jim that, Ryan, Jim, Jim Ryan. Ryan, maybe Herman Holst. Although I, yeah. sometimes I wonder. Um, it, it does. It, yeah. It. I th- I think that the PlayStation Five will eventually be as ubiquitous as the PlayStation Four. Like it's it's almost like you can't factor in the PlayStation VR two headset cost when you go oh you know friend comes over and says well what do i need to play this this is amazing i've never seen this i've seen walkabout mini golf on on quest but like but this is a radically different experience this is like real life this is amazing this is this is what i thought virtual reality would be when i saw the lawnmower man in 1995 so like i do think that uh you know and and, and as playstation fives again become more uh, more easily purchased uh, and uh, and everybody who wants one gets one. They're just going to start being in everyone's household. So you don't even factor the PlayStation Five into the cost. So if somebody sees a PSVR two headset, tries it out, and they go, "Holy crap!" You know, and and the cost really isn't going to be nearly as bad as like even PSVR one because because guess what? <laughs> There's one controllers like one set of controllers that you're going to be using, right? Because somebody some people bought the PSVR one headset and then they had to go out and spend another hundred dollars on move controllers. And they had to go out and spend another seventy dollars on a name controller, right? And then and then shit got harder to find, so it got more expensive, right? This is going to be radically different. Here's your these are your controllers. These are the ones that come in the box. These are the ones you're using. Period. Um, and so I, I don't think that cost is going to be as much of an issue as people have said. Ooh, dude, ninety two likes. Gave me- Woo-hoo. Sorry. Yeah. I just well, yeah. No, good. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Um, you you just got. I had a flashback now of when I had my PSVR headset 
and I was just going to all these different stores. We have Argos over here in the UK, and it's like just searching for move controllers. And in the end, I had to get them shipped in from overseas. Uh, same with the aim controller, actually. Like, I, I just remember spending, just driving store to store. I was just desperate. Like, yeah. bump, there must be some move controllers somewhere. And in the end, I had to get them online for God knows how much. Right. Um, that wasn't a pleasant experience yeah. for, for VR, but it was so worth it when I finally had it set up. The idea that when you buy PSVR 2, you're going to have the orbs. You're going to be there and you're going to be ready to go. With games made, you know, for the PS5. Oh, it's going to be so good. Right. We're finally going to have a VR headset that was designed for the... <laughs> with controllers that were designed for it. Where the, I'm playing it on a on a console that was designed for it. Right? Everything so far has been Frankensteined. Uh, and uh, we've been... I think we were as fortunate to, to have games and, and controllers as good as we did because of the way everything was sort of shoehorned together. Uh, it was kind of a mess. Uh, so... The and actually on the halfway decent like wow and with the with the, the haptics on these new controllers um there was a lot of conversation earlier in the chat about dragon ball z for whatever reason and it reminded me because of why not my dr- yeah because why not it my dream vr game especially with haptics is a dragon ball z vr game where you can turn super saiyan <laughs> like you can feel you can like shoot kamehameha with your hands and like you just feel charging up and getting powerful like that would be amazing in vr i would love to turn super saiyan in vr and just shooting lasers out and i mean look the 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 iron man uh game kind of had that you know the sense of and and by the way i'd never seen iron man before last weekend because i've been catching up on disney plus i finally watched iron man and iron man 2 and i'm just like i need to jump back into that vr game because i had a i had a blast with it no pun intended but yeah all right, listen, my, I just want to put one I just want to put my final stamp on this conversation and we can play some 20 questions. We can we can let these beautiful cats loose and let them run straight through the neighborhood. Dude, thank you so much everybody out there. And thanks Miles for, you know, making people care about this stuff. <laughs> Cause, cause... But we said 120, so keep going. Oh, keep going. Yeah. We're actually 106 now, so 14 left. All right. For the target. So the final thing I want to say about this whole PlayStation VR on PC thing and and I want to be very very clear about this that I am uh, this is a very biased opinion, uh, and, and and I guarantee you that uh, half of you out there are about to unsubscribe because this shit always causes controversy. I like exclusives. I like companies that do things exclusively for the platform. When I was one of the few people that when Microsoft bought Bethesda, I was like, sweet. That, that gives people a reason to own an Xbox, to own an Xbox and a PlayStation. Right now, I don't have a reason to own an Xbox, right? But if, like, Starfield only comes out on on, on, on Series X and Series S, I was like, well, cool. Well, that gives so many people a reason to go out and buy an Xbox and play the game that was designed specifically for that console, to take advantage of that console's pluses and, and, and avoid the minuses, right? Like, it was, it was built specifically for that platform. And I think exclusives always end up looking better and playing better and feeling better. There's exceptions, but for the most part, I think exclusives really take advantage of the platform they were built for. And so because I really just think exclusives give an identity to the console you're playing on to keep PlayStation VR 2 exclusive to PlayStation 5, just kind of like, again, tightens that identity and and doesn't doesn't kind of like water it down because you're like, oh, well, I can also play this on my PC. I think I think there's something very special about VR, and I think and I think keeping PSVR two exclusive to PlayStation Five 
makes the PlayStation five inherently more special. And, uh, and so that, you know, very biased viewpoint, uh, and, and I'm a little bit of a Sony fanboy. I love, I, I love PlayStation consoles. Uh, and so, so, so I, I think that bleeds through, but also again, I was happy for Microsoft. I was happy for Xbox fans when, when Bethesda was purchased. Um, so like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a fanboy in that sense. I, I, I want every console to have something unique to offer because during the PS3 and, and, and 360 era, there was so much overlap, so much overlap to the point where it's like, geez, you know, and then when we finally started getting Uncharted games in Nino Kuni and The Last of Us, we were finally getting things that made the system special. I was like, oh, finally. But there were years where it didn't feel like that, you know? And so I, I kind of want this to be a thing. Um, people look back to PlayStation 5 and go, PSVR 2, man, that was fucking special. So two, two responses to that. Firstly, in support of this, of what you've just said, Exclusive for P- uh, for the PlayStation Five PSVR two games, absolutely is going to be amazing because PS Five has the Tempest engine uh, dedicated to sound and three D audio. Mm. That's going to be incredible for VR, and it was definitely hinted on by uh, Mark Cerny when he gave his road to PS Five talk, because um, it's all about being present immersion, and then the haptics as well. So these are things that are going to be really, really hit out the park with PSVR 2 on the PS5. The only thing I'd say, and this does go to a slightly different conversation, but I just want to say on exclusives, I agree. I think having exclusives can be great. The only time I have a problem is when you take on, like, let's say Bethesda, and then you ring ring fence an IP. So, for example, Doom. Doom, one of my all-time favorite games. Uh, I loved the the the, the recent uh, Doom twenty eighteen was it or twenty sixteen, and then Doom Eternal. I loved it. I'm pretty sad now that now taken by Bethesda. The sense I'm getting is future Doom games now are going to be Game Pass exclusive um, because I feel like I've been a supporter of Doom all all this time, and I, I think that sucks. Starfield, I think, is a bit of a middle ground. I'm actually, I'd love to play it on PS5, but I'm totally cool on its on on Xbox. So, yeah, that's that's how I feel about exclusives, like nurturing new IPs and that. I'm all for. But get, but get, you know, but again, do if you know if you love Doom that much, go buy go buy a Series X, right? I'm going to be getting Game Pass on the stream, uh, the street, uh, the cloud, and playing it on my mobile. But so the same. When is Game Pass coming to PlayStation? That's all I got to say. You can play Xbox games anywhere else. Why can't I play them on PlayStation? I think that's the next step. But that's maybe a whole conversation yeah. for another whole episode. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Did you say? You, I think you said you had two things. Was that only the that first was one? that was the two? So that one was, was saying that okay. it's going to harness the power of PS5, and secondly, the um the the the, the uh, contentions I, did, I have with I just didn't want to cut you off and like and it's time for twenty questions before you like. It's but time I still for twenty questions, Brian. <laughs> And Miles is the host this week. That means he's got a PlayStation VR game in that beautiful little head of his. And I'm, I'm assuming it's little. I, 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 there's no sense of scale. I have no idea how big your head is. Although now that we're on the Depends topic, how close of co- I am to the camera. But yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, this could have gone a very strange way. So let's stop it before it does. Um, he's, he's thinking of a PlayStation VR game, guys. And, and I have six minutes and twenty yes or no questions to figure out what game that is. And as you all know. I'm fucking terrible at this. I've reviewed almost every PlayStation VR game there is. I've played them all. 
and I always lose. So I'm going to really need your help, guys. Give me some good questions and give me suggestions as soon as they come to mind. As soon as you go, could it possibly that be that game? Put it in the chat. I need your help. Mm. Miles, do you have your game at the ready? At the ready, and I'm not going to waste as much time as I did when I last did this, which was, I think, four weeks ago now because we had the two-week break. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's been a while. And I, I, I did too much stalling. So this time, I'm going to be fair. Yeah, don't AJ this. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. How's the frame right over there? And we need right. six <laughs> more people to click like. Six more people. Duh, whatever. The, 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 the people who are watching this after the fact, they'll show up the people who are watching it live. The people watching this after the fact, they're going to fucking crush it. They're gonna. They're yeah. all going to click the like button and show up. And they're like, fuck those live viewers. Those live viewers are yep. so unsupportive. Look at us. Us after the fact viewers are going to show them what's up and click the like button. I love people who are guessing games already. <laughs> oh, good. Is it Baby Hands? Okay, we got to start. By the way, why was Baby Hands on the PlayStation Store as new game? Because it just made it to you. I think it was. I think it was did, North did, America only prior to today. Was it? Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, I also heard it got an update, but I haven't had a chance to play it yet. So, <sighs> incoming live stream. Can't wait, guys. All right, let's do this. On your mark, go. Uh, Does this game use analog sticks? No. No analog. Okay. One. Would you call this a game rather than an experience? Is it a game? Yeah. In that context? Okay. Two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there any third person element to this game? I don't think I I no, I don't think so. Okay. There might be like an occurrence that perhaps does I I, I don't think there is, but I'm just like if there is, it's gonna be like a a rare occurrence, yeah. I'm going to go with AJ's question. Can you fly in this game? And that and that goes with I mean jetpacks, wingsuits, vehicles. Can you can you leave the ground in this game in any way shape or form? E, I'm going to say yes. Four. Okay, we got to let's focus on the flying. Um are you Let's speak. Are there vehicles in this game? Yes. Okay, there are vehicles. Five. Would you call this sci-fi? Oh, look, his 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 inner AJ is coming out. Um, I would say there are sci-fi elements at times. I'm giving you, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna be okay. ambiguous. I'm, yeah. That's good. That's good. Sci-fi at times. That's going to be our big hint here, guys. Sci-fi at times. Is there a multiplayer? No. No Seven. multiplayer. Yeah, I mean, if Neon Groove, I'm going to say, if if he's saying it's only sci-fi at times, we can probably eliminate any space game. All space games are pretty sci-fi, I think. Um, is would this be would this would this be a game that you uh, would find on our top twenty five list or 
in a discussion no. per top no okay no hey okay so we're, we're thinking it's a pretty bad game here guys uh is there puzzle solving in this game yes okay nine okay has this come out in the last two years yes has it come out in the last year um yes 11 okay so it's a, it's a recent game you guys um okay let's go we got two and a half minutes so let's there's no analog support uh so, so we're figuring moves only uh it's definitely a game non-experience really first person we're thinking not really third person uh there's no multiplayer you can fly uh vehicles uh it's occasionally sci-fi it's a bad game this is the, the, thing that's the fly the flying thing i wouldn't focus too much on i would say it, it's an a, a rare element of it but okay. you, you can but it's, i'm but giving it, you it's a pretty bad game pretty bad game with puzzles that came out within the last year is this a is this a known ip is this a game is this an ip that was in existence before this vr game um when you say uh, just in existence was it were there were there other games uh in the series prior to this or movies or is this based on any kind of ip prior to prior to its release um i mean yes yes it is based on something. But it's not based on like popular culture. It's not based on a famous IP. It's just there are things that have existed before it, yeah. That's that's the most AJ answer I've ever heard in my life. My bad. <laughs> uh, well, when people say it's normally based on IP, it's like, is it based on Iron Man or stuff like that? But IP can also mean, is it based on a, a previous game of the same IP? Yeah, for sure. IP. So that's what I mean, yeah. Okay. So it's it sounds like okay, come on guys. Uh, it, it's not it's not Wanderer, you guys, because uh, because Wanderer is really good, and he said it's a bad game. Or on twelve. Uh, um. Oh my god. Uh. Was it is this is this a port of a, a quest game? No. Thirteen. Is this a has this developer made other PSVR games? No. Jesus, this is why can't I think of this? Um, it came out in the last year, Rody. Um, can you play this game on the flat screen? I'm going to give you a clue. There is a flat version. Okay, fifteen. Uh, uh, are there grappling hooks in this game? Um, don't think so. Are you in a wheelchair? No, no, I did. I, I ran out of time, and uh, oh man, and and I and I've got and I've got nothing, man. Like I appreciate everybody in the chat trying to help me out, but gone three more questions. Forget the time off. No, 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 dude. Right. I, I I lost, and and I can't, and I can't, and I'm, and I'm not. I feel like I'm not getting any closer to it. So if I, that's right. Well, I think the rule should be: if you haven't got it, we just don't say what it is. So we'll just have to live <laughs> with that. Oh okay. god, that would be horrible, man. That would be, That'd be really horrible, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um I don't think anyone guessed. Oh it. no. 
Please don't well, tell me it's Bubble Puzzle Bobble 3D. No. Big, oh, thank God. What is it? No, God, it wouldn't be. That'd be a horrible suggestion for a it, game. Well, but but it kind of fits a lot of the things that you've said. Uh, okay, what yeah. is it? I wouldn't. I wouldn't choose a horrible game. But you did. You told me not a top twenty-five yeah. game for sure. What is it? It's def- I said it's not. A t- yeah, I said it's not a. It's not a top twenty-five game. Yeah. What is it? Oh, Dan Kiefer gave a clue. I would actually die. Can we think what that could be about? What? Wait, what are we doing? The, the game's the game's over. Why aren't you telling me? Oh, what okay, it is? yeah, it is. All right, let, just don't worry about it, guys. It's, it's, it, it was <laughs> it wasn't important anyway. We can talk about it next week. We'll do another twenty questions. People are going to take back their likes. Come on, I'm waiting for it. Come Wait, on. Actually, are we at one? Are we at one twenty? Here we are. All right, okay. It okay. was. Um, It was the guy VR. Oh my god, this is this is absolute insanity. Okay, no no analog support. Which is that true? I thought you no can't play Move controllers only. Okay, it's it's it's, it's not an experience. It's <laughs> this not, is when I find out I was wrong on something. No, there's no multiplayer. It's not third person. You can fly. Okay, there, there's points in this. Okay, yep. Uh, it's occasionally sci-fi. It's 100% true. It's a bad game. Also true. It's definitely puzzle-focused, and it came out in the last year. And it's based on an existing IP. 100%. I can't believe. That's why when you were asking, is it, is it, can you play it flat screen, I said it had a flat screen version. Yeah. Good, good, good. No, no, no. I, yeah. def- I absolutely 100% should have gotten this. Uh, we haven't gotten that many games in the last year. Uh, and... Uh, and man, I really wanted to like this one. I wanted to like this one because this has this has the the foundation of like a really fun game, and I'm sure it's fun on the flat screen. Uh, but I enjoy. VR I is... actually enjoy. I surprisingly enjoyed the flat screen versions, both the DLC um, and and the original. Um, I thought it was kind of cool, and it's a real shame to hear that the uh, VR version did not work out very well. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, man. All right. Well, listen, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on this beautiful. And I, and I got to be honest. I took I took uh, the ex's dog out for a walk today. Me and Ziva walked around the park. I picked up dog poop in that green bag and everything. I did the whole thing. Uh, it was a beautiful fucking day, and it really is. We're going into a beautiful weekend. Um, I'm not. You guys know me. I'm not like sunshine, happy, fun guy. Uh, I, I am like rainy, cold, fall weather guy. But man, it's a beautiful day. So thank you very much for hanging out with us on this beautiful, beautiful day, Miles. By the way, I'm being called out. Supposedly, you can only play it with a DS4. But I was looking at your review, and it says moves only. So that's Brian's fault. No, you can. You definitely have hands in this game, for sure. Uh, moves, for sure. I, I don't know if you can play it with a DualShock, uh, but if is it... Well, maybe then. Maybe I screwed up. It doesn't matter. Listen, that wasn't going to be the thing. No, that no, I can't, I, can't, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't. I can't. I can't get to sleep if we don't sort this out. <laughs> Uh, guys, make sure you subscribe to Miles over on his channel, over on uh, youtube.com slash Miles Dyer. The link Thank for that you. is in the description below. Uh, also, check him out over on Miles Dyer Official on Instagram. I'm sure you're posting all sorts of pornography over there. Um, I, <laughs> I, I haven't been, so I don't know. I'm just I haven't assuming. actually been on Instagram in like three or four weeks. I've oh, had okay. a nice break from social media. So yeah, just the YouTube channel at the moment, um, which has been really, really fun. 
Nice. Uh, and of course, guys, don't forget to join us over on Discord. Uh, we always do the multiplayer meetups every single Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern. If you want to be part of that, if you want to be part of the decision-making, uh, Professor Lilith always takes care of that uh, with uh, not only the polls, but also organizes the entire thing. Uh, hit us up on Discord if you want to play some PSVR multiplayer games. That is very very few places that are organizing multiplayer meetups for PSVR right now. I promise you, that's the place to do it. So click the link in the description below and consider supporting us on patreon.com slash without parole games. If you want to get your name on that ticker down there, $3 a month plus voice chat access in Discord, $5 a month gets you some uh, exclusive content over on Patreon and more is coming soon, I promise. Uh, don't forget to click the like button because Miles Dyer will kill me if I don't say that a few more times. Uh, but thank you really to everybody who hung out tonight helped me during 20 questions uh donated during the show uh and of course all the people who watched the show sat back didn't say a goddamn word we know you're out there too because the numbers don't lie and we love you just as much honestly ready, ready to get great here? show enjoy your weekend everyone and on monday it'll be brian with aj so stay tuned for that oh aj's still around that's awesome he is he's he's in the right he's in the chat he's been there Oh, right, right. Thanks for the help on 20 questions. All right. (laughs) Have a good weekend, everybody. We love you all. Have a good one. Uh, So... So, uh, that's all I got. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Is that the end of the show? I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Let's, you, you, I mean, I, I would ask you to tell a joke, but we've heard your jokes. Oh, yeah. I've got a really good one. So, oh, um, oh, God. Mm. What, what have we done? Oh, yeah. Mm. I've got, oh, no, that's pretty messed up. I can't yeah, tell yeah. that one. Oh, um, well, see, that seems on brand. Oh, dude, you know what? I'm so I'm so glad we have this extra time with nothing to say because somehow uh, I didn't read off the last tip. So while we're here, Nidogger, no kangaroos in Austria, not Australia. The game cat. Even though you guys can't see me, I still did the hand motion. You can't see that. Uh, with the ten euros, said sitting right now in a night train, von Vienna to Krakow. Neither had we seen here, nor there any kangaroos, because maybe they live on a completely different continent. So you guys figure that one out over the weekend and let me know on Monday what it means. We love you all. That's not in the comments. Oh, I've got a joke. I've got a joke. It's oh, no, one of my no, favorite jokes. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's one of my favorite jokes. No, we're ending on a nice mystery. No, no, no. no wait, 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 we're going to end wait, up wait. on a Miles Dyer like, dad joke. Oh, God. Here we go. No, it's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Your jokes are it's really a, the it's worst. A <laughs> it's a dark joke that I love. It's um, when I die, I want to die peacefully in my sleep, like my granddad, not screaming like the passengers in his car. I'm going to leave the longest, longest moment of silence for the fewest laughters any sitcom has ever heard. Tell me in the chat if you like that one. Nobody liked that one. <laughs> that joke's so Good. old. It's so my granddad, old. My granddad's fine. He's in a better place now. <laughs>